0: Hi, lovely lady. Welcome to 500 Seconds to Joy. I am your host, Stephanie Clarice, and this is a short, encouraging podcast for moms who want to love God, love his holy word, and love their family. How does that sound? Are you ready to start your 500 Seconds to Joy? Then let's dive into today's episode. Hello, friend. Welcome to 500 Seconds to Joy. I am your host, Stephanie. And I've been having a lot of lovely guests on the podcast lately, but I've also been making sure to include a little something from yours truly because I have gotten feedback that y'all like the shorter solo episodes, but you do like occasional interviews. So I'm kind of giving you both. I hope you like that. So today my guest is Lauren Chante, and she is a health strategist. And she really helps women stop jumping from diet to diet so they can focus on what's best for their unique life and their lifestyle. And she really empowers women to work with the way God has designed their body. And today we're talking about myths of losing the baby weight. What does that even mean? How can we work with the way God has designed our bodies beautifully? And I just want to read from Jeremiah, 31 and this is in verse 3. And God's telling you, friend, I have loved you with an everlasting love. I just love that so much. I want to read it again. Jeremiah 31, 3. I have loved you with an everlasting love. And there's no qualifier there. God is not saying, I love you when you lose that baby weight i love you if you do everything correctly i love you if you don't yell at your kids today he's telling us he loves us no matter what no matter what there's a period mark there like i love you (laughs) the end end of story and so i just really love how lauren is breathing life into this topic of weight loss that can be just really emotionally charged and can carry with it a lot of guilt and shame. And she's just all about freeing women from that. So I'm really excited for you to hear from her. Maybe you heard from her before and you're gonna love this follow-up interview with her. But first we're gonna meditate on Romans 12 too. We're gonna meditate on taking our thoughts captive because as women we often have a lot of thoughts about our body and we want to remember that God has made us beautifully and God loves us with an everlasting love. He loves us. Yes, we are body and soul. So obviously he cares about our body, but I want you to meditate on the thoughts you're thinking about yourself. And I want you to think, is this how God wants me to be thinking of myself? Is this how God wants me to be viewing myself? Is this the way the lover of my soul wants me to think of the beautiful body he's created for me to live in? So let's get to our meditation and then we'll hear from the lovely Lauren Chante. Romans 12.2 Do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewal of your mind, that you may prove what is the will of God, what is good and acceptable and perfect. Romans 12.2 Do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewal of your mind, that you may prove what is the will of God, what is good and acceptable and perfect. What is that friend? What needs to be transformed in your mind? What are you thinking on that isn't good and pure and true? In Philippians, 4 8, it says, finally, brethren, whatever is true, whatever is honorable, whatever is just, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is gracious. If there is any excellence, if there is anything worthy of praise, think about these things. Think about these things. So, what are you thinking about today? Is it true? Is it honorable? Is it just? Is it pure? Is it lovely? Is it gracious? Is there any excellence? Anything worthy of praise? Do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewal of your mind. That is when you can live within the will God has for you. Is when you can live within his perfect will, all that is good for you, friend. So let us pray and ask the Lord to renew our minds. Let us take a few moments to take a few deep breaths as we end this meditation, and then we will hear from Lauren Shante. Welcome back to 500 Seconds to Joy, Lauren.
1: Thanks for being here. Uh, Thanks for having me again. It's fun to be back. It's so fun to have you
0: back. And, you know, we had such a great conversation. I just knew you had to come back to talk about um, the myths about weight loss. There are myths about everything. And I know you can speak really well to these myths about weight loss and specifically how we can do things God's way. So let's just get right into it. Many moms listening are feeling like, okay, I need to lose this baby weight. I know I felt like that very recently. Um, I still feel like that sometimes. And I have to fight against um, this feeling within me that I'm not good enough. I bet moms are resonating with that. So let's start with the way God sees things. How does God see all of this, right? Like how has he framed this and with his laws, like the laws of science How does it impact weight loss? Let's start there with this bird's eye view.
1: Yeah, so I always love to go back to John 10, 10 and just those promises of abundant life that God has planned for us. Mm. And it's like, there's part of us, I think that can sometimes use that verse to just be like, well, the season that I'm in is abundant. Right. And it's, it's hard to interpret that verse sometimes for like exactly how much abundance are we talking about here? Right. Mm-hmm. But I just, in my heart, I believe that he meant that verse to, to mean in every way like you, you are designed to have an abundant life when it comes to your wellness and your body too. And even if you're not in that season immediately right now, trust that the abundance is coming, right? Because God has designed the world to be abundant. We can see that in so many ways, not just throughout the Bible, but just when you you walk your journey as a Christian, right? Mm-hmm. So that's kind of the first one. And then I also love Jeremiah 1.5. Before I formed you in the womb, I knew you. And before you were born, I consecrated you. And a huge part of my work with wellness is honoring the fact that our bodies and our lives are also unique and that's talked about in the bible i mean when god god forms all of us in the womb Not because he's making these little automatrons that are all exactly alike. He's forming us specifically to be unique in order to deliver the purpose that he has for us. And that goes for our bodies too. So oftentimes we're forgetting that being unique is part of God's design for us. And when we go to try to lose weight or to try to care for our bodies, we are using a one-size-all approach or one-size-fits-all approach, something cookie cutter. And God didn't design you to be cookie cutter. And mm-hmm. then when we really get into it, on top of not designing your body to be cookie cutter, he also didn't design the Christian journey to be cookie cutter. So why do we think that if we're going to do weight loss God's way, a one-size-fits-all cookie cutter approach is going to work for us? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I hope I hope that's resonating with a lot of people yeah. out there.
0: I'm saying amen here because... It's so true that what works for one body is not going to work for another. Like what what kind of movement feels good to me and what kind of food sits well with my body might not work for another person. So you're right that it has to be tailor-made. And of course, because things like, you know, what books of the Bible resonate with me, like I'm always going to Psalms. And I think a lot of people love the book of Psalms, but- mm-hmm you know, everybody's different. Like some people might say, oh no, I just want to be in the gospels or, oh no, I find beauty in the old Testament because I want to learn about their tradition of how the church started. Um, so everybody's so different in their, their faith walk. You're right. And so of course our weight loss is going to be the same. And our journey of getting to health and wellness is, is so unique. And I know you see that with your clients, Um, and can you just speak to moms about how, you know, they're more than just like a statistic, like they're more than
1: just like this, um, the bell, the bell curve of science. Yeah. Okay. So some of you guys may be thinking back to like high school statistics and feeling traumatized by the word bell curve, but I promise I'm going to bring some freedom around (laughs) it. Yes. So like the bell curve is that wave that you draw and it's like most people fall under the wave. And then there's some people who are outliers who are like farther, um, not underneath the big part of the curve. Right. And science and nutrition and weight loss, they're very much all about like statistically what works for most people. But we are more than the bell curve. And I just want to emphasize that nutrition and weight loss have gotten so sciency. And that is not like the way of Jesus. Jesus was not about bell curves and statistics and numbers. Like nobody was a number to Jesus. Everybody had a name. Everybody was a person. Like he knew everybody's story at every part of their lives. And that is the type of spirit that we need to bring into our wellness journeys. I oftentimes say, cause my tagline is I help women to stop jumping from diet to diet so they can find what works for their unique bodies and lives. I oftentimes say that like the life part is actually the more important. And there's so much about that that is super biblical. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, the life
0: part is the important part. And, you know, there there is a place for weight loss. Um, and if someone is deciding that they want to be on that journey, can you speak to them about the misconceptions there? Like Mm -hmm. some of these like myths and things that we've just kind of agreed like, oh yeah, of course, of course this is true.
1: But no, we're going to challenge these beliefs. Yes, totally. Number one, people usually believe it has to be hard, which is not the case. You do not have to be feeling like you're doing this hard, stressful thing in order to lose weight. Uh, The second thing is people oftentimes think it's all about discipline and motivation, which is not true. Discipline and motivation uh, really only – work with certain underlying conditions. And the fact is that God has designed us to be successful when we have the right tools. That's throughout the gospel. You see all these people who are like voted least likely to succeed, right? Who are able to, to, Have amazing, beautiful journeys in their lives because God has designed us to be successful when we have the right tools. So, discipline and motivation are not necessary ingredients and the recipe for your wellness. And then, of course, what I already said, which is that um, people often think that there's a one size fits all approach and they don't go inward to figure out what's going to work for them.
0: Mm, Yeah, that's so true. And, you know, moms listening might think, okay, yes, but I, I feel so bad about my body. Like, I have so much shame. I don't know how to embrace the abundant life God promised us, you know, in the gospel. Like he promises us that then and now and forevermore. And so what would you say to that mom listening to just encourage them to let go of that body shame and really embrace um, embrace God's way of doing things, God's way of doing life?
1: Yeah. So – I think it's so important to recognize that when you don't feel good in your body, it oftentimes is not like it's a little bit about your body, but a huge part of it is really about how you feel about how you're showing up in your life. It's like, it's a very interesting tie between the two. But if we really think about it, that's usually what it is. And Mm -hmm. so we have to remember, you know, in Genesis, he says, so God created man in his own image in the image of God, he created him. You are created in the image of God. It doesn't say that like only skinny people are created in the image of God. It doesn't say that only extremely fit people are created in the image of God. Everybody is created in the image of God. And if you feel like changing your body, I think it's so important to pray about it, to pray about your motivations, to pray about the reasons and to pray about God's intention for you in that season, because that mm-hmm. is, I, I often say, um, I'm a huge advocate of my clients working with therapists, but one thing I've been known to say is that therapy is where you unravel what you need to pray about, right? Because prayer yeah. is so healing, but sometimes it takes therapy to figure out what you need to pray about. And body shame is totally like that. It's a very, very deep thing. Um, and just never let go of knowing that you are chosen, you know, you're a chosen member of God's kingdom and he knows you and he loves you as you are. And also on top of that, it's okay to not be okay with your body as it is now. Part of, you know, the Christian journey is something needs to catalyze us becoming closer to God. And sometimes our discomfort in our skin and our body shame is a catalyst for bringing ourselves a step closer to God and deepening our relationship with Christ.
0: Hmm. Yeah. I mean, Everything that we do in our daily lives, we can forget. We can think it's just about the food we're eating or it's just about the workout or it's just about the school. It's just about the book, but it's all connected. I mean, you know, our life as a Christian, it's all interconnected. So if something's bringing you closer to God, you can feel pretty confident in that. You can feel like, okay, this is where God wants me. If you're feeling, like you're saying, this, it could be a catalyst. If you're feeling that discomfort, maybe there is something that needs to shift so that you can live the abundant life Jesus promises you. Any mm-hmm. last little
1: bits of just wisdom and encouragement from just your years of experience, Lauren? Yeah. I mean, I just really want to encourage all the moms who are listening, just to try to find as much peace as you can with where you're at. Sometimes it's hard to love your body. I know self-love is a really big thing right now. Sometimes it's even hard to accept your body, but finding peace and living your life the best that you can, like showing up the brightest and walking your purpose the most right now, even before your body changes, is really, really important. Um, Not just from like a psychological perspective, but also because it's an act of faith, right? When you show up in your best life right now, regardless of what your body looks like, that you are showing your faith in God that he's created this amazing purpose for you. And you know that your body is going to follow the purpose that he has created for you. And there's something really powerful in that.
0: Mm. So good, Lauren. Thank you so much. This was such a wonderful, just jam-packed conversation. I encourage anybody listening, go back and rewind, listen again, send this to friends. We need to spread this message all throughout mom culture.
1: A blessing, and I'm so grateful for you. Oh, I'm grateful for you too. Thanks, everybody.
0: Thanks for listening to Mom's podcast. Thanks for listening to my podcast. Thanks for listening today, friend. I'm so grateful to have you here as part of the 500 Seconds to Joy community. And if you love what you heard here, please share it with a friend. Let's build up the body of Christ and spread joy and love to more Christian families just like you. Until next time, I am so grateful to have you here and I am praying for you and your family. Bye for now. Bye for now. Bye for now.